Silva, that's a dreadful ball, and Chelsea could be in here with Duff, who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Medler, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. Welcome back to the Ghost Goal Podcast. We got the whole group together. We've got a Ghost Goal Bowl coming up this weekend. Liverpool hosts Chelsea on Sunday afternoon. Manchester United takes on West Ham. Arsenal will take on Watford on Monday evening. But we're all here. It's uh, Wednesday after a Champions League. I didn't lose any money gambling, which is always a big thing. Did you for break all even? Just barely. I broke even because I, I, the Liverpool minus two and a half didn't hit. It almost hit, just like most Salah's goal, almost rolled into that corner. But uh, Barcelona to to outright to win won me my wanting back. So I should have bet the farm on Barcelona the second that I knew Chris Smalling said that Lionel Messi should bring it on. Why it didn't do that is on me. But here we are. We got Alex Moss in the house. We got Javier Revelo in the house at AS Moss 92 at Javier Rev 9 at Andrew Passaro at Ghost Goal Pod. Like, review, subscribe. You know what to do. Let's get into it. We got a pick'em pod. I haven't hosted a pick'em pod in God knows how long, so I'm excited to be here. Back to back, back, back to back pods for Andrew. This is it's been a while. This is back to back oh, to wow. back. Triple, yeah, three. This, this, oh my God. This is it's like it's like the gold back. Andrew. Andrew's back. Pods Andrew's right back. Here. It's official. I can't. Well, we're going to be back to back to back to back on Monday, but I can't confirm what's going to happen middle of next. Let week. me let me put it let me put it the right way. Uh, Andrew's here for the run in. You know, exactly. Liverpool this is are on it, the run in to a title. You have to show up, especially for a ghost goal bowl week. Uh, we have to have all Absolutely. three of us on this one. I'm I'm, I'm actually looking forward right. to it, and it's away at Liverpool. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm excited for Virgil Van Dyke to pocket Eden Hazard. It's going to be nicer. Oh, to have a Alex has the Chelsea win! Oh my God, this is going to be great. Of course, I have the Chelsea win. Oh no! Spo- did I just do? Oh, that was that was spoilers. Sure spoilers! spoilers. Uh, yeah. I like. We'll fired up at the beginning of the pod. No, no, I'm, we're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. All right. We got action, though, on Friday afternoon, which I love. Big fan of the Friday night football down the stretch in the Premier League. I think it's one of the best things that the league does, mainly because I'm off on Friday. So I'm just going to sit in front of my TV, watch a little Premier League at Friday in the, Friday in the afternoon. Maybe maybe throw, maybe throw down a couple shackles. Haven't decided yet. But we've got Leicester City taking on Newcastle. I've got a 2-1 win. Alex has got a 1-0 victory. And Javier has a 2-0 victory. We're all feeling confident in the Foxes. Which I think it makes a lot of four sense. Four wins on the that, trot. Four wins on the trot. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers lost the first game and they've won every game since then. Yeah, they've got. They they're also, also had just like such an easy run into the end of the season. It was like, I mean, they have a couple hard games in like Arsenal and Chelsea to end the year, but until those games, they just had a really easy run in. Which like I like you need to like judge Brendan Rodgers on the last like three games here, and we'll see how he does in those games to. Because if he just loses all those games, then like we really have to wait till next year to to see what he does here. Let's move it to Saturday, starting at seven thirty in the morning. A game there is no chance I will be waking up for, and that is Tottenham taking on Huddersfield. Tottenham now going to be without Harry Kane, but none of us are confident that 
Tottenham will be struggling to score in this one. I've got a 4-0 Tottenham result. Alex is going big with the 5-0. Javier putting his picks in early with the 3-0. It's Huddersfield. They're relegated. I think Tottenham need to get everything out of that they can out of this. Throw some goals back there. They're at home. Let's see what happens. Then we move to Brighton taking on Bournemouth. I've got a 1-1 draw. Alex has got a 2-1 Brighton win. And Javier's got a 1-0 Brighton win. We'll see what happens in that one as well. That's a 10 o'clock. I wanna, also a 10 I want to talk about uh, – well, I just want to say we'll talk about Brighton a little bit more at the end because they've got two games in this one game week, uh, both at home, both with teams kind of like around them in the relegation uh, scrap, let's say. Bournemouth probably safe, but they're still hovering just above that. Uh, so, But then the big game is going to be later when Brighton face Cardiff, who are directly below them in the relegation zone. But carry on. Speaking of Cardiff, they're going to take on – Burnley, the at Burnley. I've got a 1-1 draw. Alex has got a 2-1 Burnley win, and Javier's got a 2-1 Cardiff win, so we're all over the place so, on that Well, this one. is the game that we've been making, talking yeah, up the, basically for the past like month season. or two. We Well, we were looking at this game a couple weeks ago when Burnley were just above Cardiff, uh, about, uh, just out of the relegation zone. But Burnley have gone on like a tear recently. They've won at Bournemouth, and now they have this game at home against Cardiff, and... I mean, they're eight points clear of the relegation zone now. There's two or three teams between them and the bottom three. So it kind of makes you shift your focus from the Burnley-Cardiff game to the Brighton-Cardiff game. Basically, you kind of flip the script there. So, I mean, this one is still hugely important. Cardiff absolutely need to win it. Uh, but I, I, I've kind of trusted Sean Dykes at this point. I've been wrong too many times by uh, Cardiff to place any trust in them anymore. I agree with that. I agree with that. Fulham take on Everton. I've got a 1-0 Everton win. Alex has got a 2-0 Everton win. Javier sees them win 3-1 over already relegated Fulham. Can I just say about Everton? They haven't conceded a goal in their last three games in the Premier League. And that was against Chelsea, West Ham, and Arsenal. So pretty good. you guys might want to jump on the Everton clean sheet here because... I'm jumping. I am on the Everton clean sheet. I just think that Everton are going to be a little wasteful in front of net. I think that they'll get their goal. They'll get the result. I just don't trust them too much in a road game. I know Fulham have I, nothing Fulham, to play Fulham for. Are I like just one think... of the most threatening teams at home and like consistently have been in the Premier League. They they almost always can get like a goal or two. Even even I, they're going down obviously, but at home, you know they're 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 never pushovers and. I feel like they're still going to try and give their, I can their fans. That. Arsenal beat them five one. <laughs> yeah, but but that match Literally was definitely closer. Yeah, but that match was definitely over. closer than that. Like that was such an unfair scoreline to them. Like to be fair to them. Okay, if you say so. Yeah, they 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 gave Liverpool they gave Liverpool a tough time. Yeah, when we same went with to us. Craven and it wasn't like, same with Chelsea. And that's why I don't think Everton. Like I th- I'm sure they're going to try and score for their fans in these last few home games in the Premier League. Like that's why I also picked Huddersfield to score Fulham, last week because. I feel like that's like the only thing that these players can give left to the fans is like a little bit of good memories in scoring like a goal or two in these games in the Premier you know, League, yeah. before they go down. So enjoy it, guys. You might not see it again for a while. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Southampton host Wolves at 10 o'clock. I've got a 2-1 Wolves victory. Alex has got a 2-1 victory for the Saints. And Javier has the 1-1 draw. We're all over the place on that one. I am picking Wolves to win basically every game for the rest of the season so that they don't have anything to play for in the last game of the year against Liverpool. Because if they have that seven spot locked up, I hope that uh, that they just go out and throw out a bunch of scrubs because they're officially out of the well, FA Andrew, Cup. I hate to break it to you. They, uh, they play up. us in uh, a couple of weeks here, so... Oh, they can beat you. They I can for sure so. beat you. 
They already they're had their good Everton. game against they're us this year. They're not going to have two. They're not Manchester they had, City. They, 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 no they one else. Two, no one. No one has had two good games against us this year. No one. I would say now we should have beaten you in the first game. No, you shouldn't oh, have. It was a pretty fair. It was a fair. It was, it was fair because you guys result. had the 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 Mane, the chance, the hit off the post yeah, in the first half, and then we spanked you it. And in the second how did half, this come we, up during yeah, the Southampton Wolves preview. Yeah, 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 no, no, but it's relevant. I, it's I, relevant. It's, it's relevant. It's fine, Alex. Yeah. It's fine. That's why it came up. Uh, and then we get to the first uh, top six game of the, the weekend. That's Manchester United hosting West Ham. I've got a 2-0 victory for Manchester United. Alex has got a 3-1 victory. Javier has a 2-1 victory. We're all feeling confident against, about Manchester United, who come off against a, probably, I would say, a frustrating midweek performance in the Champions League. They lose 1-0 at home to Barcelona. Uh, they didn't put a shot on target. Ashley Young had There's 11 like two crosses. Or three sitters, though. Yeah. Ashley Young had 11 crosses, and not a single one found a Manchester United player. But this is still a Manchester United team that needs every point possible because they're trying to lock up a Champions League spot, and it's going to be difficult for them to qualify by winning the Champions League. This is a must-win game for United. It's at home. Home atmosphere has been very good under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I know Paul Pogba disappeared a little bit today. I have full confidence that he can show up against West Ham and get a job done and put in a shift. How do you guys feel about this? As the as the man on the pod whose team most recently played West Ham just this past Monday, I wasn't overly impressed by them. Their only tactic, I think I mentioned in the last pod, was that they just tried to open up the game as possible to get those admittedly really talented attacking players. They just tried to get them in more open spaces to try and create something. And, you know, just the chances didn't fall their way uh, enough times that they didn't get hold of the ball enough. I I don't really trust them to uh, really improve on that at Old Trafford because, you know, United are getting back into desperation mode now. There's a five-point gap between them and us, though they do have a game in hand. Uh, And we're sitting in third place and Tottenham and Arsenal have games in hand also that, that you would think are pretty winnable. So United have to get going again. They're, they've had their slump, they've had their dip, and it's carried over into the Champions League uh, with that one little uh, loss to Barcelona at home today. But West Ham is like a, a tough test, but you still expect to beat them at home. So um, uh, I expect a pretty high-scoring game. I was even tempted to do the 2-2 uh, and, and have United slipping up again because uh, West Ham are kind of on a bad run themselves and kind of starting to get back into that corner. Uh, so... But I went 3-1. I think uh, Martial has to start. I don't think he's, he didn't start uh, today against Barcelona, which, you know, hopefully that means he's, he's, he's shooed in for the lineup this weekend. He should have an absolute field day against whoever they play at right back. Zabaleta yeah, they should have or Martial, Fredericks. Rashford, and Lingard starting this weekend. Lingard's been – or Rashford's been playing injured though. And you can really tell with his performances. He's not been anywhere near as good as that initial run under uh, Solskjaer. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if, if we see a Lukaku run out in this one because Lukaku could probably bully around some of these West Ham guys. He's got a good record and against them, it, I think. All, also that too, and it gives it gives Rashford a couple extra days of rest heading before they have to head to the Camp Nou to to try to take to take on Barcelona, and they've got to score two goals. So because Barca have the away goal, so uh, but yeah, I I don't see West Ham really being able to give Manchester United too much trouble if they open up the game. Pogba hopefully will just do Pogba things, which I don't know why I'm saying hopefully, but um, I guess I still want Manchester United to have something worth playing for in that Manchester in that Manchester it's, derby. It's one of those rare games for United against like top half opposition where they kind of have the advantage in midfield. Where I mean, yeah. even if they're not playing well right now individually, uh, 
Mark Noble, I've kind of been on the Mark Noble's past it train for the past probably two years, something like that. But yet he still plays every single game. And obviously Declan Rice is young and, and has good games here and there, but isn't really consistent enough. You'd, you'd hope that he plays well at Old Trafford, but if he doesn't, you can't really blame him for it. If they play those two in midfield like they did against us, uh, United should absolutely boss it and... So I've got 3-1. And that leads us to a super Sunday. We've got Crystal Palace hosting Manchester City and Liverpool hosting Chelsea. We'll start with the current champions, Manchester City traveling to Palace. Now, I'm doing something dangerous here. Andrew, but I did, change that I, result, Andrew. I'm not you going to. You do it all to. the time, That's Andrew. ridiculous, You, all, you keep Andrew. picking not, them to drop points in times where they're not going to drop I'm not points. going to change it, and I have my reasons. They just lost against Tottenham. Javier would know to slip up again. Javier would know about this if he was on Twitter because I already have it out there that I will buy a Palace shirt if Manchester City drop points. I said Palace shirt, not Crystal Palace shirt. Palace is a skateboard brand. So that's my way out of this. Oh, but, boo. Boo. But, uh, but friend friend of the, uh, you know, big listener to the podcast, probably listens to our stuff faster than I listen to it once it gets published. Tone has repeatedly told us that Crystal Palace is Manchester City's bogey team. Crystal Palace beat Manchester City in the first half of the season at the Etihad on that absurd goal. I don't think it's that wild to see a Manchester City team who had a disappointing game at midweek in Europe draw 1-1. I don't think that's although I didn't say lose. I didn't say lose. I said I said a one-one draw. Now, last time we berated Andrew for like something that he a prediction he made on the pod, he ended up being correct. What I don't that? remember really what it was. And <laughs> any tangible evidence it was the out week- here? Tangible evidence. It was the weekend. It was the weekend that I think I hit four results. You guys were like, I can't believe he picked this. And, and we, really, wow, I have to go back and check the tape on that. But I was just going to yeah. say, this all sounds. Fine and dandy, Andrew. It is a homer pick. But it is a homer yeah, it's pick. One hundred percent a homer pick. <laughs> the listeners know. But you're picking Chelsea to go to Anfield and beat us, which hasn't happened in the league in like over a year. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in a sec. We'll get there in a, in a second. Um, I would be completely on board with you that this is pretty likely to happen if Crystal Palace hadn't gone to Newcastle last week, one with basically no right to win whatsoever. Getting a penalty in like the 83rd minute, Milvorovic scores like his 10th or 11th penalty of the season. And that basically wrapped them uh, safety. They got there on 39 points now with what, four games to play. Uh, they do have some but tough Roy games Hodgson. in there, but they're on the beach. I, I'm just telling but you, it's Roy Hodgson if they had drawn last giving week. Giving a Liverpool the lead. It, Giving Liverpool, he hates Liverpool. The, the league he doesn't think he got enough time deliver. there. He, he absolutely despises you guys. He wants to undercut you as much as possible. Crystal Palace are going to be on the beach. City are going to beat them. It's going to be another one of the professional City results like we saw at Fulham when they beat them 2-0. And like we saw in the FA Cup semifinal when they just beat Brighton 1-0 and just like kind of didn't really allow too many chances after that. Uh, City, yeah, they just need the result here. They know that. It's not going to be a, a, a pounding, but I'm pretty confident they're going to get the win, like despite the Palace having beaten them earlier in the season. Yeah, and I and that's, took some that's crazy kind of like goals. My, my theory behind it too is that I feel like, especially a team like Manchester City, who they put so much tactical thought and – you know they they put so much emphasis on on not making mistakes. If they do slip up in the first, that's why like Guardiola thinks, oh, you know, we did. You know, after the losing one 0 to Tottenham, he goes, oh, it's not nearly as bad as last year. Like, you know, he definitely thinking to himself, like we're fine. You know, 
he definitely thinks his team can overcome something like that, and they're going to be pissed as hell that they, you know, Crystal Palace beat them at their own stadium. So it's their only loss they, at home this season. Yeah, it's their only it's their only loss at home. Other than Champions League, they lost to Leon in Champions League at home. That was hilarious. <laughs> but, Ultimately, but, didn't but anyway, I mean, I, I I do think that Palace will give them a hard time. That's why I have them scoring. Uh, I have three one, and I I, I could see that if Ederson. Any of these rumors are are true that he might not play in this game, then yeah, City could definitely have some trouble for sure because Palace's attack has been looking more menacing in the second half of the year uh, with Mishi starting. So if if yeah, you never you you never know really. I mean, I think it's going to be closer than than what Alex and I are maybe predicting in our score lines, but I think in the end. City City are kind of bursting at the seam again to to score some goals. Like Sterling hasn't scored in like a couple of weeks again, I feel like. And De Bruyne's finally he's had like two or three really good games in a row now, where it makes you think like this guy's going to just start bossing things again. So, so yeah, that's why I kind of think uh, City's got a second win to catch here. One more thing to add: uh, Crystal Palace have the third worst home record in the league. They've got four wins at home all season, and they've scored thirteen goals at home. Again, you're not being rational here, Andrew. Just pick the didn't one pick nil. Just pick the one nil. Didn't, Just didn't, pick nope, the city one nope, nil. Nope. nope. You need no, to get no, back no. into this. Alex, I want Javier. him to stay you behind me on the prediction Andrew. table. I can't win, so you have to. It's I'm trying fine. to help you. I can beat Alex. I beat Javier. Alex, Liverpool you're like you're Alex. You're like okay. Yeah, right. He got four right predictions like like a couple weeks ago. Alex, you had zero, and you're like five or six points below us in the predictions table. So don't don't even give him any advice. I got four in a week or a couple weeks ago. I I've got it in me. I just I bullshit around too much. I just gave you all the facts, Andrew. I just gave you all the facts. I don't care. I don't care about the. You don't care about the facts. I care. I care about the Premier League title. That's what I want. That's what I'm picking for. You're just like hoping that if you say 1-1, like you're going to win the title because of Crystal Palace. That you wished it into existence. You're going to LeBar ball this. It's going to be you, Andrew, that did it. 100%, guys. 100%. (laughs) Now we understand, Andrew. That's why I'll be – that's why bright and early Monday morning – that's why bright and early Monday morning I will be in downtown Manhattan outside the Palace store going to buy myself a $55 T-shirt like the sucker I am. And damn it, it's going to look fresh as hell. Let's move to the 11.30 matchup where Liverpool will host Chelsea, the only team to win at Anfield, not named Liverpool, in this calendar season. In a, not, the calen- a Carabao- not the calendar Cup- season, in this season. Whatever, you know what I mean. You know, well, yes, fine. The not in the Premier League. 2019 season, but not in the Premier League. And the Carabao Cup. Um, I'll come right out with it. I've got a 2-1 Liverpool result. Alex has got a 3-2 Chelsea result, and Javier is sticking with 3-1. Now, there's a couple I had 2-1, things. but I switched to 3-1 when I saw Alex's score prediction. There's a couple things that I like here that favor Liverpool. We played at home on Tuesday night in the Champions League. Chelsea are going to play today when you're listening to this podcast, most likely on Thursday or yesterday if it's Friday, uh, away in the Europa League. But my, mind you, not everyone that starts on Thursday will start on Sunday, but ding, ding, there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be carryover. There's going to be guys who are on that flight. I think that does come into Liverpool's advantage. There's another advantage here too. Andy Robertson didn't play on on um, Andy Robertson did not play on Tuesday, and Mo Salah and Robert for, uh, Roberto Firmino were able to be taken off a little bit early by Jurgen Klopp, rest their legs a little bit. 
Uh, I expect Fabinho to continue to sit in the center of midfield and maybe Jordan Henderson to play in front of him. I think that last spot maybe doesn't go to Naby Keita but goes to Georgina Wijnaldum because I am worried about Ruben Loftus-Cheek in the midfield. So I think Klopp is going to kind of try to shut this down if he needs to open up in the second half. Then he brings on Keita in the second half. I don't think he's going to just open up the doors and blow Chelsea off the park. Liverpool have not beaten Chelsea at home in seven years, and that's seven years too long. We're coming for that ass, Alex. We are it's coming. It's 2012, baby. That's a that's a nice yeah. little record that we've got. It Meanwhile, nice Arsenal have gone there and lost like five one and four nil, like in the last two years or something. Chelsea, Anfield's no big deal to us. You know, that's just like that's like our home away from home. That's just where we go. I wouldn't be saying this, Alex, if I was you. Virgil Van Dyke's in great form. Sure. Oh, Joel Matip got to rest on on Tuesday night. Joe Gomez was healthy enough to make the bench. Alex Oxlade Chamberlain's also probably not coming also, back. Can for we this can one, we get but... a can we start reality check here? What about Chelsea's away record in 2019? The what about away record is that. Trash Chelsea have been in 2019 away Spe- from home. Specifically, you want to talk I'll about Arsenal's away record? Maybe we should go to Chelsea's away record. Javier, our away record against the top six hasn't been good, admittedly. Like, it just hasn't. But I'm getting ahead of the, 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 the uh, what do you call it, the rest of the bandwagon, and I'm saying we've turned a corner. Even if, even if it's against, like, not exactly the team's like, the same level as Liverpool. If you guys win this game, you're 100 fucking percent making top four. Yeah, now I would agree. But now honestly, you're fucking getting spanked so, in this game. So that's you're, like so that's, this isn't even going to be close. That's like, not I don't even understand in the front how of our you went to mind. Arsenal and lost two nil. Like you fucking lost like a bunch of big games two nil this year, and you guys have been shit in the second half of the season just because Ruben Loftus Cheek and Callum Hudson Odoi did well against some shit teams and Emerson with no Emerson's, motivation. Emerson's coming to the and team. Now you think that you're going to go to Anfield, the team was trying to win the title and they're probably going to finish with 90 plus points. You think you're going to go to their fucking home and beat them? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Eden's leaving. Your team's fucking going downhill. Sorry's a loser. Like none of this is going to happen, Alex. See, Just, you're I've in seen, fantasy land I've right seen now. enough uh, from us against specifically Man City and Liverpool. Uh, to know that we're not going to get we're not going to get spanked like we did at Man City. That was one game this season against Man City and Liverpool that we got completely played off the park. And there were a lot of circumstances that we talked about at the time as to why that happened uh, well, we that aren't, aren't the same. Away. Yeah, you drew us away, but it took a 90th minute uh, screamer for that to happen. Otherwise, we would have dealt you your first loss way earlier, and we'd already beaten you on Wednesday again. B teams. In the Carabao Cup, I'll admit, but still a win at Anfield. Take that and build your confidence with it. The main reason uh, I want to say that Chelsea are going to elevate their game uh, yet again for one of the two best teams in the country, and it's they're head and shoulders ahead of all the rest of the pack right now, is that because so many of the players in the squad have won the league in the last couple of years – You've seen multiple times in recent seasons where uh, either the team that's going for the league title or wins the league title has to beat Chelsea and has to go through us to do that. And a lot of times we raise our game and we ruin their party. Did it to Liverpool in 2013-14, did it to Tottenham in 2016. We're pretty good at it. And we we know that we come up against another team that we're like, all right, Alex, history they have, major guy. They have to beat us. The they have to beat us Chelsea. to prove they're good enough I mean, to win the uh, league. And Liverpool have I, a history, a recent history of slipping 
Let me put let me put a big emphasis on slipping. So who's it going to be this time, Andrew? Because you know it's going to happen, and Eden's going to ghost in, and he's going to score two. Please bury their asses so they don't make Champions League again. The one the one thing I'll leave you with as to why I think we're going to be able to score three. uh, I guess it's a two part thing, but the main factor. Uh, Eden has rounded into form. He, you can tell, he gets into these five or six game runs where he's just unplayable. Right, right. He can do that he's against getting like West himself Ham back and, into and that. these other shit teams. No, he does it. He does it routinely. The Manchester fat, City, Liverpool, is, uh, Tottenham, Arsenal. He does it to all the big teams. Javier, he's got a proven uh, track record against the top six sides. Maybe scores, when Morata was starting, but I don't think when you have Higuain or Giroud starting, you're going to be able to do he actually, anything. He actually plays great with Higuain, uh, or Andy <sighs> plays great with Giroud. He, I think I Giroud think will start them. I really don't think you're, I think you're going to have trouble. And finally, uh, Crystal Palace just scored like what? Three goals against Liverpool like a month ago. It's not that hard to that score three way, at Anfield. Way more than a month ago. It was about, it was that about was a month more. ago. It was pretty it was, recent. It was like, it was it was like during, six weeks yeah. ago. Just over a month ago. Oh, I love this. I We're going to do it. All right, three, Alex. two Chelsea. Let's, you heard it here first, we'll, boys. Alex probably, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, Alex. This is, I mean, this is probably going to lead great into my, Alex, Alex, my that Liverpool 4-3 game. game. As well that as Liverpool four three game. Do you remember when that was? Do you want to know what month that was in? Please tell me. It, it was January nineteenth. Oh God, I thought it was more recent than that. It was not. It's not. <laughs> and also, you know who's been a more consistent player in our side since then? Who I expect is kind of be the guy who just is going to be tracking Hazard all game. Fabinho, who was an absolute monster on Tuesday night. That's why I'm not worried. Like it's going to be nervy. It's going to be tight. But we're still going to. Oh win. my God. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna turn Eden. David Luiz inside out. David Alex Luiz is, is gonna like, be my last five hours. I'll show that. Yeah, seriously, Eden Eden is leaving us with the god run that we always my knew. Eden he was up for ninety five. Also, you guys still have to play trust, Manchester guys. City. You still have to play Manchester City. Go take down the team. That go take down a fan base that's not even gonna be there to celebrate the title. Go we don't, take we don't down. Have to play, we don't have to play Manchester City. We've played them already. We played, we played them three them times this season. Okay, yeah, we have to play United still. At that's who you have to play. Okay, that's fine. Fine. Uh, we'll move over to Monday. Uh, oh, hold on. <clears throat> so repeat the scores, ra- I guess. Yeah, just to, ra- just to wrap it up, I'm going to go 2-1. Alex is 3-2 Chelsea, and Javier has 3-1. Watford take on Arsenal Monday afternoon. I've got a 3-2 victory for Arsenal. Alex has got the 1-1 draw. Javier has a 2-1 victory for Arsenal. Alex, why the why the drop points for the Gunners again? Watford hate Arsenal. They raised their game for Arsenal. They always have. They always really? will. Why, why did we beat More them, specifically uh, why did we beat them there last year? No, you lost to them last year. Uh, Troy Deeney yeah, scored in the, the Emirates, 90th minute. We, we lost at the Emirates. Why, why did we beat them at their home there? No, no, no. No, no, no. You lost to them at Watford. Javier, don't do this live on the pod. Trust me, please. Andrew, this happens oh, to us yeah, all the time yeah. where he, the he mixes right, up right. where games took place. Yeah, I always, you guys, I always you mix were up where they nil. were. Yeah, right. You're right. It was, you were ahead 1-0. They got a penalty, and then they won the game you're, off you're like a really rebound good in the 90th the, minute. The, the snapshots of the game. I'll give you that, Alex. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, yeah, though they raised their game for you, and I, they're still in like a heated battle to get – that seventh place. And it's it's actually really heated up. They've dropped down to tenth recently and they they were in seventh for a little bit there. Um They're uh, a point the, out of it right now. Leicester currently sit in seventh place on forty seven right. points, tied with Wolves, and then there's Everton and Everton 46. are back in the equation. Yeah. And Watford also on forty six. West Ham probably out of it on forty two. I would just with you know they're probably yeah. again going to yeah, lose. Like, you know, Watford are probably now looking at that FA Cup final. I mean I guess it is in a month, so it doesn't yeah, matter. That's yeah, I mean, I think later on, 
Here's the Watford schedule for the rest of the season. After Arsenal, they got to travel to Huddersfield. They host Southampton. They'll host Wolves in a huge matchup for that seventh place game. They'll travel to Chelsea. They'll host West Ham. And in the last game of the season, oh, no, the last game of the season, they'll host West Ham. And then they play uh, Manchester City in the FA Cup on the last in their last game of the year. So that's that's Watford for the rest of the year. I think they'll give you guys trouble. I think this actually might be a really really good Monday night game because I think this will be a pretty open. Well, there's no affair. way they don't give us trouble. There's that's absolutely yeah. the case because it just depends which which Gerard Delafeo is going to show up. Are, are you are you going to get the guy who's going to go score a worldie or are you going to get the guy who is going to do nothing? Because he's either one or the other. I'm really curious, like stylistically, Watford have looked really good on the ball in the last couple of months they've I, I, they were definitely really inconsistent earlier on in the season under Garcia Garcia but I think now um, they seem to even when they don't win games they still seem to have a lot of chances and give give a lot of trouble to their opposition um, and they seem to think in their minds that they're better than they really are so that's kind of a dangerous thing to be playing against, and that's why I have the irrational confidence team. Yeah, and that's why I have you know I have it being a close game. Our away form hasn't been great. It's been better under Emery than it was under Wenger last year, but that's not saying anything. It was, really it was bad absolutely last pathetic last year. It's so. not saying much. <laughs> um, Didn't you guys not win a, a road game? We only won one. It was Huddersfield the in this yeah. in all in the second half of 2019 yeah. and or 2018. But yeah. 2018, yeah, and since then we've only won four more away games. So five more. I'm sorry, five. We've won five in the that league this year, which is that ain't not that great ain't either. Much. Not great either. But we've got some easy ones to end the season, like this one. No, <laughs> but I, I do think that having our full team back in this game will be, uh, you know, you won't see it be like the Everton game where we didn't really create that many chances and we looked like definitely like. You know, pretty lost, and I, and I think in this game, I'm not sure if Koscielny's going to make it to start uh, tomorrow against Napoli, but I think he'll be fit for this game. And when he plays, um, at least at the moment, there's he gives a calming sense of the back line. He hasn't made a a crazy mistake since he's been back from injury. You know, one of those that that you you'd see occasionally from time to time. So he scored a couple goals. Yeah, too. He's, he's, no, like he's been three he's been or four goals for us so far. So. I'm glad that he's back in training, and uh, you know if he can make it to. I don't, he can't play two games a week, so I'm sure if he plays on Thursday, he won't play on Monday. So that's something I'm like kind of kind of looking at what's going to happen, what Emery prioritizes because he's back in training. So which one is he going to play at? Um, I think that's going to be pretty important for us, and it'll probably be pretty telling if Mustafi starts on Thursday, which kind of makes sense. Well, probably what I would do is I would start Mustafi against Napoli because. It's a home game. Maybe we can take a little bit more of risks in that game. Wofford away, like we're going to have to have our absolute best defense and we're going to have to be at it um, because, like Alex said, they elevate their game. They hate us. It's a London derby. And Troy Deeney, just his son is an Arsenal fan and he apparently just loves just, just like, you know, screwing with his son and, and making him, uh, you know, pissing him off by making Arsenal lose. So fuck you, Troy Deeney. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> he had an all-time quote after the FA Cup. He had some really all-time. Yeah, he's lines. he's he's always like that. He's he's just he wants to be in the limelight. He, he, the Arsenal fan TV yeah, guys walked him. up to him right. in in Dubai and asked him like, "Oh, you guys, you're in mid table. Can you go easy on Arsenal in a few weeks?" And he just goes, "Nah, mate, I can't do it." <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh, what, Troy?" Like, 
<laughs> you get like seriously, seventh place shouldn't be that big of a big of a deal. But it feels like all of these mid table clubs are like really making a concerted effort to like push for that seventh place spot in case it's a Europa League place. So yeah, um, it's it's. Not, I'm pretty certain that Watford are going to make a, a pretty good game of it. Um, at least now, maybe later in the season, they lie down a bit more once things uh, start to, or once the dust starts to settle a little bit more in mid table and they're kind of locked in at like eight or nine or something. But uh, right now there's still a lot to play for, for them. All right. Before we go to the Tuesday matchup between Brighton and Cardiff, I do have an update on Jared and Shakiri watch. He was supposed to come in off the bench in the closing minutes of the Liverpool Porto game. And there wasn't enough time to get him on there. So just, just so you guys know, he is alive. Sad just life wanted, for Shadrach just Shadrach wanted to let just want to let people so, know he has a lot. So kind of similar to Pep Guardiola bringing on Sané and Kevin De Bruyne in the 88th minute. Oh no, <laughs> it was, it was so so like it was like what 90 was it was like 90 plus oh, one it, when clock time came on. Um so yeah, Brighton Sané take must on be Cardiff. hating life at City right now. Like he was playing so well and just, he just got dropped. He just hasn't seen like a minute I'm of play basically since then. Bernardo he's Silva. He's Eden replacement. Bernardo Silva. Please. He's going to Bayern Munich before he goes to you guys. Um, We'd pay but, him more. I don't, I don't know about that, Alex. Uh, we would Bra- definitely pay him more than Bayern would. Bayern and Bundesliga. They don't have dick for money. They have the most money in the Bundesliga, though. I would yeah, imagine. That's like, that's like the fifth yeah, most money in the Premier League. Lucas Hernandez, like, yeah, the second I'm pretty the sure. Opens, cool. so I don't know. And I'm also, they're going to get rid of Ribery and they're going to get rid of Robbins so that they're going to have the money that clears up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brighton take on Cardiff Tuesday afternoon. I've got a 2 1 Brighton win. Alex has got a 2 0 Brighton win. And Javier's got a 1 0 Brighton win. Is this going to seal things for Cardiff that they're going this is, down? This is the ship going down. This is the game yeah. where they get relegated for sure. I mean, I don't think that mathematically it's going to be it yet. I mean, but, if yeah, but... though, if they if they do beat Burnley like I think they will, then they're, this is they're going to make it a hell of a game. Yeah. Like if yeah. They, if they can get a result against Burnley, then they're going to have to go into this game like a game that no one will be watching because Manchester United will be playing Barcelona. Yeah. It's at the same time as the, uh, unfortunately, as the Champions League game. So yeah, you've got a one-one Juve Ajax draw going on, and a two and a one-nil Barcelona Manchester United game going on at the same time. So oh damn, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. This is a good game too. I was about to it, hype this up as like the relegation six-pointer of the it is, season. It's, it's, this is the decider. You know, it's, a, it's a great game to watch on your DVR or on the NBC Sports app. After you watch the Champions League game, it's like just, you know, you're going to know what's going on already. You know, we're going to know the final score because obviously you're going to be on the Internet, but it's still going to be a good game. Like you're not going to have a bad time watching it. I'll I'll say that it's going to be both teams are going to need the points. Um, Speaking of points, uh, score prediction table for us. Javier still on 17. I'm on 15. Alex is stuck on 13. I do just want to say about Brighton real quick. These two games, home Bournemouth on Saturday, home Cardiff on Tuesday. I, I mean, I'm just I'm just super confident in their home record against teams around them in uh, in in that part of the table. I know they lost to Southampton a few weeks ago, but they're really backs against the wall now. And I think uh, Chris Hutton's going to have them ready to play well defensively, eat two games, one or two nil, get two clean sheets and just seal up that place in the Premier League next season. I haven't already brought in Shane Duffy and uh, 
Glenn Murray for my fantasy team because they're both on double game weeks. So let's go Brighton. I'm all in. I'm all in on Brighton, baby. (laughs) All right. Uh, So we're going to close up shop here. Follow us on social media at Andrew Pissarro, Mm -hmm. at ASMOS92, at JavierRev9, at Pod. Like, review, subscribe on iTunes. Additionally, thank you to Anchor. We are officially on Spotify. So if you are a SoundCloud loser. uh, Loser? loser, Wow. But I'm going to say loser. You're a SoundCloud loser. (laughs) I guarantee you we had a couple people who only had the SoundCloud app because of our podcast. We know you all have Spotify. I'm, I apologize that it took us this long to kind of get things together, but um, is there an anchor app they can? Uh, there is an anchor app, and I have it. Uh, you can use so yeah. If you're if you're an Android person, you can and you don't want to have you don't have Spotify. Anchor's free. Almost every podcast, like uh, not almost every, but there's a lot of podcasts on Anchor for you to check out. I highly recommend it. It's a really nice app. I really like using it. And if you're a podcaster, this is a free plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, anchor is free. As most as most podcasters would know, it, up until quite recently, you either had to play uh, SoundCloud or a couple other different services to put up a certain amount of content, and that's why we needed to the, pay them. You yeah, said play. You, you pay them. Yes, you had to pay them. That's why Alex and I back in back in the day when we first got on iTunes, we would take down an episode off off iTunes every other week so that we didn't have to pay SoundCloud, and then we kind of hit a wall and started paying for it, but happy to be not doing that anymore. Really like working with anchor. So Shout if out to anchor. yeah, if you're a podcaster, I would take a look at them because I'm actually running two podcasts through that. That's a shameless plug for my music podcast, brick house, um, which you can find on my social, um, until next week. Bye.